You're listening to the Bigger Picture Podcast. Today we're here with Jordan Moss, also known as uh, J Moss Mentality. How are you today, bro? I'm awesome, Zach. Thanks for having me on, brother. I'm super keen to get into it. Tell me about like just being a content creator, uh, just sort of like your journey, I guess. Yeah, sure. So I've actually been trying to, trying to be a content creator for a few years now. So I actually started J Moss Mentality in 2020. Uh, I think October, started posting just fitness content, uh, like stupid little memes and stuff like that. But it's actually been a lot harder to grow than when I first started. Like, you know, I've been posting consistently once, twice a day since I started the account. And it took me a whole year to actually start getting some traction uh, with the fitness content especially. Uh, grew to 10k followers in one year on TikTok and Instagram, and then things switched up when I started being more authentic. Started realizing, you know, I'm not being myself on social media. I was trying to go viral, trying to fit into trends, and then I started the Real Talk series, which is like, you know, it's just me and a camera speaking into the back of my camera, just being super real, dropping some advice for lads. Uh, who are younger than me, and that seemed to be really authentic and take off. So in the space of like a couple of months, I grew to 60K, <clears throat> 65K, nearly 70K on TikTok um, and Instagram, which is great. And I'm really creating like a tribe of young guys that, you know, really want to improve on themselves, um, start businesses, you know, build a, a nice physique and um, surround themselves with winners. So I'm really big on that. So yeah, Journey's the content creator. Hasn't been easy, um, but I'm finally seeing results. And, you know, it's just all about that consistency and authenticity at the end of the day. So you think it's those two traits to become successful on social media? 100%. Consistency, you're not going to get anywhere if you're not posting every day. Like, you got to create eyeballs. you got to create... People, you got to create awareness about yourself um, if you want to be a creator. You've also got to remain authentic. Like I was trying for so many years um, not being authentic. You know, I was not being myself. I was looking at influencers like Mr. Beast and I was like trying to imitate them in my content. It just turned out really cringe. Yeah, no, don't look back at my old content, guys. It's horrible. Like I watch it now and I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. But um, that's all part of the journey. Like you've got to post that stuff to actually learn what works and what doesn't. So consistency is like the number one thing because the more you post, the more you will learn, the better you'll get, the more exposure you'll have. Um, and I'm just going to intercept and say, I'm not even like anywhere near where I want to be either. Like I'm still, I can still consider myself in the beginning phase. Like I feel like I have a lot more growth to do, a lot more areas to hit. Um, in the content spaces, but like starting from zero followers and then getting to where I am now. And I've had so many messages from guys saying, Jamos, you've changed my life with Real Talk. Jamos, you know, I was feeling uh, depressed, anxious, and then I watched your Real Talk and it actually got me through it, um, which is really amazing. So it's like, like it doesn't matter how much money or where this leads to in the end, those messages like a really like fulfilling to hear, especially for me when my passion is to transform young men's lives. 
Um, and then the other thing, authenticity is, yeah, you, you got to be yourself. That's the key. That's the thing that broke me through the plateau after 10K followers. Just being super real, talking to the younger version of myself um, is, yeah, really what inspires a lot of the guys now. So, yeah. Um, uh, I want to talk about like getting on the explore page because like everyone wants to become popular. Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur now. How do you get on that explore page? Because I've seen you on it a lot. I guess I think of the algorithm as like a highway. And, you know, the more you go down the highway, the more you post, the better success you're going to have of people, you know, letting you in and letting you at the top of the funnel of the highway. So the more you post, you work your way up the highway, you're finally going to get to the top, which is I call the algorithm, like you, you've broken the algorithm. You're starting to get more eyes on you. Um, Instagram will like push you to a wider audience um, because you could have a really great video and you think it's a great video and you post it and it does like 200 views on TikTok or Instagram. It's not that it's a bad video. It's just you haven't cracked the algorithm yet. And all it takes is just one small push into the highway of the algorithm and you could blow up. That's what happened with Real Talk. It was, I think it was one video that made everyone aware of my my presence on social media in Australia at least. And then they become more involved with Real Talk. Oh, what is it? You know, what is he going to say today? What, what value is he going to give today? And then they start seeing it more on their explore page because it's relevant. Um, so I guess just when it comes to going on the explore page and, you know, getting your stuff out there, you just got to be consistent once again. Um, crack the algorithm. I know guys that have been posting for ages and, you know, they're not getting anywhere. It's like change something up. Keep changing small things. Keep making your video more engaging, more authentic. And then one day you'll crack the algorithm, you wake up, you've got 100K views and it, yeah, it's a, it's a rocket from there on. So, yeah. Um, so, where did this like real talk start? Because you've done about 70 episodes or I think you're on 68 now. Uh, where did this like all start? Well, one of my deep passions is I want to transform young men's lives. I say this a lot because I had a rough childhood, a rough upbringing, um, and even adolescence, I had suffered depression, anxiety in school. And I think in grade eight, I started my self-improvement journey. So I started getting into fitness, started getting into, you know, entrepreneurial way of thinking, started, you know, seeking out good relationships with people. All these things I was trying to navigate whilst also dealing with trauma, um, in grade seven, my baby sister passed away, which just, you know, it set me back a lot mentally. Um, so I was trying to get over that whilst also trying to improve my life. And, you know, I'm at this stage now where I think I'm really like killing life. Honestly, I'm in a good mindset. I've got, you know, a good business, good personal brand going on. Um, everything's on the upward spiral and, yeah, it comes back to my passion. I want to help guys get through the stuff that I went through because, you know, a lot of guys are facing stuff in their adolescence, in their childhood that, you know, they're struggling to get through, unfortunately. 
So if the real talk inspires, you know, one guy to change their life or get on self-improvement, that's ultimately what I want to do. And the real talk is no bullshit. You see so many influencers saying, oh, you know, if you're feeling shit, you got to do X, Y, and Z. No, I'm, I'm going to tell boys what you have to do. Like, I'm going to say it from the heart, the real shit. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm going to tell you boys what I've been through. And it's not glamorous. Like, you know, I'm, I, I go into the nitty gritty of me getting sexually assaulted in high school as well. I don't hold back. And the reason I don't hold back is because I know if I share my story, it can help another lad who's gone through similar stuff to get through his and, yeah, end up better. So that's why the real talk, I love it, um, and I'm going to keep doing it for however long it takes to dry out, you know? <laughs> By the way, it's just started bucketing down. Can you hear it? Nah, bro. Mate, it is absolutely smashing down here in Victoria. Are you, well, are you, in, um, are you in Queensland right now? I'm not in Queensland. I'm moving there um, in November, but I'm actually from Tasmania. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, how is Tassie? Is it is it a good sort of place to be? Oh, it's a very um. I mean, first and foremostly, it's cold as anything here, as you can imagine. Um, it's the weather's just during winter always cold, always miserable. Beautiful place though during summer. Uh, very homely vibe, but you know, um, if you want to grow. There's not a lot of opportunities in Tasmania. If you're looking to make connections through people on social media, there's not much action down here, unfortunately. So um, also just, you know, I'm from a small town and a lot of the people know each other. You know, they've grown up together. They haven't really left their small bubble. And a lot of people are struggling here is that they, they become sheep, unfortunately. They follow the same path as their family, as their friends, they never explore what's actually out there in like Australia in the whole world and take new opportunities. And um, there's a bit of small uh, tall poppy syndrome I've noticed growing up. And, you know, a lot of guys are saying to me now from my hometown, bro, how'd you do it? How'd you like, you know, start this business? How'd you start Jamal's Mentality? Because when I first started it, a lot of guys were, you know, giving me crap for it and teasing me and like, passive aggressive kind of like um, asking me questions about Jamos mentality and, you know, what's your end goal with it. They just truly didn't understand what I was trying to do and um, how many lives I could potentially change with it. So yeah, there's a, there's a bit of a contrast between Tasmania and the mainland Australia. We like to say, so yeah. Like you said, like a lot of people like followed each other, sheep, uh, whatever in a, in a small town, what made you like go out of that mindset and be like, I'm too good for, for this town or, or not, not too good for this town, but like just sort of changing your mentality. Well, I think it all started from when like, I've, I've said, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I've had a rough childhood and adolescence. And when you've been down in the pits like that, all you want to do is get away from that. So, you know, I identified like, I'm living like this and I want to improve my life and I'm going to do whatever it takes to actually improve my life, start making some money, start uh, an impactful business, 
start getting fit and feeling good and feeling healthy. So when you look at those things, you think, oh, what have I got to do to get there? Okay, I've got to put myself out there. You know, I, I it was scary at first talking into the camera, recording cringy, trendy videos and trying to go viral. You know, I didn't want to show any of my mates or family at first. But I had a conversation with a guy and I was like, this is what you got to do if you actually want to like start something. You got to put yourself out there. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. Like if you want to get into acting, you've got to go into big auditions and put yourself into the fray. Like you'll get judged for it. People will say things, but at the end of the day, they don't want the same things that you want. They're not as ambitious as you. So I've always thought like I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to the next level. I don't care really what people think. And um, yeah, that's kind of shapes my mindset going forward with this type of stuff. So I want to get more into like the 3% club, um, you know, your businesses and stuff. Just give me a rundown on like what you sort of do in those businesses. Yeah. So 3% club, I started this with my uh, best mate and business partner, Will, who's from the Gold Coast. And the 3% club essentially is focusing on the three metrics of self-mastery. So this is something I've personally developed um, a, a philosophy I've developed where if guys focus on the three metrics, which are health, relationships, and wealth, and improve on these each and every day, work on these whenever they can, they will eventually shape a life that's fulfilling and um, you know create success for themselves. Uh, I'll dive deeper into the three metrics. So this is what we teach lads in the 3% club. Um, health. So optimizing your fitness, your nutrition, because that creates, you know, a healthy lifestyle. Um, and, you know, you know yourself getting into the gym, getting active, exercising, working out, makes you feel good, makes you, you know, your confidence skyrocket. Wealth. So actively trying to escape the um, nine to five, the stuff that's unfulfilling and become your own boss, like a, a we all know like the entrepreneurial journey is like such a fulfilling journey because you get to focus on what you love doing and it's not always going to, you know, pay you millions of dollars or thousands of dollars in the long run. But as long as you're focusing on something you're doing and trying to create that as a business for yourself, that's a true key to fulfillment. Um, and also relationships. So, you know, a lot of guys surround themselves with their high school friends who are doing the same thing and, you know, smoking and doing drugs, partying, whereas we want to surround ourselves with winners. So in the 3% club, every guy we have in there is a winner. We don't just accept any Joe Blow off the street. If if you want to create a business, if you want to, you know, become jacked, if you want to surround yourself with hungry, ambitious entrepreneurs, that's what we aim to do in the 3% club. Um, so that's a bit about what it is and actually the philosophy behind it. Because I feel like a lot of guys, like they focus in on the online business and they come into that wanting to start an online business and get rich and realize that it's a lot more than that. It's about this whole journey and getting 3% better every day. So yeah, that's the 3% club. You've also got an affiliate marketing program or an affiliate program uh, in the 3% club. Uh, do you want to elaborate uh, more on that? Yeah, sure. So the affiliate program is basically for guys that can't afford the nineteen ninety five per month, we still want to give them a chance to, you know, start something 
Um, so, you know, they post content, they repost content about 3% Club and also Real Talk. So they start their own page and every um, person who signs up through their unique link, they get paid 100% commission. So $19.95 for each sign up. So we have heaps of affiliates killing it and um, a lot of guys like it's a cool trade-off because if they get a sign-up, they can use that sign-up money to invest in the club and then join this exclusive community. So uh, it's like you can't miss out if you actually put in the work. And a lot of these affiliates I've talked to because I keep in touch with them and you know congratulate them when they get sales and whatnot, a lot of them um, – have reached out to me and said they've actually learned a lot from starting this affiliate account. They've learned to edit videos. They've learned when to post. They've learned how to respond to comments and how to sell stuff over DMs. Like they're, they're, they're ab- absolutely, um, they're getting a good opportunity here to actually learn how to start a social media business in essence. Um, and yeah, that's basically the affiliate program. And, you know, it's free to join. You just have to be 16 or older. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what it is. Uh, you talk a lot about like, you know, uh, improving yourself, self-improvement. Um, what is the best way for like, you know, a 16 year old or 18 year old to improve themselves, even though that they're probably not as high value of a man as, you know, other people, how do they sort of improve when the whole world's against them? First and foremostly, whatever you're going through. I think the most important thing you have to do is trust yourself. A lot of guys, like, you know, they don't trust themselves. They don't believe in themselves. So how are you ever going to improve if you're not, you know, seeing the bigger picture in your life? I like that. Bigger picture podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, If you're not trusting yourself to improve, you're not going to improve. And another thing I would suggest to guys that are in their adolescence or you know, trying to improve themselves is start with fitness because that's where I started. When I started hitting the gym, this is like, it changed my life. And I'm really big on this, like not in a superficial way, like go and get jacked, actually try and like get healthy, get fit. Because when you try to do this and you go through a body transformation, your um, your confidence starts to improve. After each workout, you're pumping endorphins into your body which make you happy. You're creating discipline. If you show up four or five times a week, it becomes a habit. And then you just habit stack. You implement your discipline and your regimen into every aspect of your life. That's what I did. So I started building discipline in the bin, uh, the, the, the gym, started loving that. And then I translated that into social media. So I started posting every day and showing up every day. And then I translated that into business grew uh, my business to, you know, heaps of, uh, I won't say the number, but um, a good amount of profit per month and also like relationships, like progressive overload your relationships. Find um, people that are on the same wavelength as you, you, meet up with them, make content together, get dinner together. It all starts with fitness. I truly believe that. So if you're a young lad and you want to improve your life, start working out. Start going to the gym, start running, whatever you want to do, um, and you'll slowly create that discipline, slowly create that um, habit that will translate into every aspect of your life. You were a tradie before this, uh, before being an entrepreneur. How was just like that experience? 
Yeah, so I'll give you I'll give you a deep dive on where I actually started. I did um, school up until year 12, and at the end of grade 10, I started this tradie job because I was curious. I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep going on with my schooling or dive straight into a trade, get a job, start earning money. A lot of guys face this dilemma, I feel like, in um, grade 10. Uh, I went into the trade during the summer of grade 10, the summer holidays. And every day I was working there. Um, it was a landscape, apprentice landscape gardening job. So I was working around eight to four every day. Um, started off watering plants, shoveling gravel into barrel, uh, barrows and then wheeling them around, pot, potting plants, stuff like that. Um, it was grueling. And for a lot of the time I was working there, I was actually by myself. So I had the earphones in listening to audio books about entrepreneurship and stuff like that for like hours on end. Um, what I did though was I stuck with this job. I decided not to get the apprenticeship and I finished my two years, two last years of high school. Um, but it's crazy because whilst I was in high school, I was working the job during the weekend. So Saturday and Sunday, I'd work my regular eight to four shift and you know, it's like I'd never had a day off. I was going to school, going to work on the weekends. And, um, you know, the only day off I had really was when it was raining and I couldn't go to work. And then I was doing homework inside. So it's kind of crazy because I didn't do a full-time apprenticeship, um, but I was working in this job for like over two years for two days a week. So it felt like I was doing it a lot and it had like a lot of experience in it. But no, I was never a full-time um, tradie who actually dived into it because in 2020, um, I got laid off due to COVID. There was just no work to be done. A lot of my coworkers did as well. And then I got a job at a supermarket, a local supermarket, and I was doing insane hours. Like I was a casual, but I was working like sometimes on the high end, um, 60, 70 hours a week, uh, just you know, stocking shelves, serving customers, really got a feel for like the nine to five li style of living. And um, after that, uh, no, actually during that, during this whole period, I was working on my online businesses. So I actually started off with a meme page. And whilst I was a tradie and on my 30 minute break, I was posting five to six memes a day on a meme page, trying to go big and blow up. How many views did those meme like, did that meme page get? 5,000 followers I racked up over, like, two years of posting, which I thought was, like, amazing. I thought it was a lot. But in the grand scheme of things, I actually didn't make a single cent from this meme page. Right. And it was called Mr. Monkey. So I, I'm pretty sure I deleted it. You won't be able to find it. But I had, like, 700 posts. And, you know, I had, I had a big aspiration for it. But I realized it was actually really grueling posting memes that weren't funny every day and then not getting paid for it not getting anything out of it um so that was but that was my big like first taste in the online business space uh and after that i started a few other things i started a theme page called cheat code which is basically fitness content and then i transitioned that late 2020 into jamos mentality started posting self-improvement tips stuff like that um and then i started chasing fitness content, fitness trend, fitness memes. 
all thrives working. Uh, and the big shift happened when I started my coaching business. So I did something that not a lot of people were doing at the time. Uh, this was around a year ago when I first kicked this off. So uh, no, two years ago, 2021, started 2021. I started self-improvement coaching. Instead of just your regular fitness coaching, I went in and said, I will fix uh, your fitness problems. I'll fix your nutrition problems. And I'll also help you develop an indestructible mentality and basically focus on everything, which is like the opposite of what you should do as a coach. But I did it anyway. And a lot of these guys, like I sold them programs um, based around mentality, uh, fitness programs, fitness meal plans, whatever. And that's how I kind of like made my first bread and butter online. And then fast forward uh, two years later, you know, thriving personal brand business. Um, And we also know a lot about marketing. So me and my business partner, we also help business owners implement organic content funnels as well. So that's one of our business businesses as well. So yeah, just a lot of opportunity I've had and I've made the most of my business and personal brand. So you've you've you said, you know, you worked what, sixty hour weeks. Um, you know, you were doing meme pages, uh, you know, even now you're doing a lot of stuff, you know, you're very busy. How do you keep a schedule, I guess? Um, because a lot of people, you know, run out of time, you know, they say they don't have time for things. How do you stay focused and schedule? Will and myself, we are such hard workers just naturally. We will do, we will pop like 15, 16 hour days, not because, you know, we're just like, you know, absolutely smashing work. It's because we love the journey. We love the process. And like, obviously, like we don't suggest every guy smash these big work work hours on their business because, you know, you're just going to lose passion for it. It's going to be grueling. But we absolutely love the process and we, we smack out all the work that needs to be done during the day. We hit the gym for like a couple of hours a day as well and that kind of gives us a big break. Um, but the, the way I keep my schedule is like I schedule what needs to be done first. That's the main quest. And then the side quests are the stuff that, can wait until the the main quest is done, and I'm like I'm sure like a lot of you guys listening to this are gamers or have been gamers in the past. I was a massive gamer, so before I ever started my entrepreneurial journey and in high school and stuff, I was playing games like Fallout, Skyrim, Ooh. Minecraft. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, all these CS:GO like games like that where you have a quest. And you got to complete the quest. So structuring my day like a main quest and a side quest really does like help me like think of it as life as a video game. So I'm like always ticking off the main quest. Oh, whilst we're here, we'll do this side quest. And it just makes it exciting, you know. It makes like you feel like you're experiencing, um, gaining experience and, you know, just completing quests. It's awesome. Uh, like talking about video games, like should guys play video games? Because... Or, like, should they just be strictly, you know, work really hard? Because, like, I, I think, you know, people need breaks as well. Yeah, but, like, I, I played video games. Like, I still play video games, like, heaps. Um, yeah, I, I love it and stuff. But then I start, I, I like, do 
podcasting. I do like other stuff as well. I've nothing against video games, but I have this conversation a lot with people and um, it's all about what do you want? Because if you want to be like really uh, well financially, but you're playing video games eight, seven hours a day, you got to reevaluate where you're putting your time, okay? If you've always said, I want to start a business and yet you're going home after your nine to five and, you know, smashing out Minecraft with the boys, like think about what, what do you actually want? Because if you start that business and put the time and energy into that and it takes off, you're going to have more freedom in the f- near future to actually play games because you have that business. And depending on what it is, it could be generating you passive income. It could be if you have a personal brand, you could do stuff that around gaming. So you've got to reevaluate what you actually want. Where are you putting your time? It's like anything. Like if I'm, if I'm smashing like four hours in the gym each day, my business is going to be falling behind. So it's like I've nothing against games, and I think games are awesome. And but I just don't have time for them. I've got too many responsibilities now, and um, I'd rather do something like make real talk or record podcasts like this so I can pass down valuable information to other lads, you know. But, yeah, nothing against games. And if you, if you like, don't have any big goals, just play games. Like, you know, you have your nine to five and you're happy with that. Fill your, fill your hobbies up with games. That's fine. So sh- shout out to to Jordan. Uh, he's got a podcast as well, uh, the Real Talk podcast. Uh, I've been listening to it. Awesome man, awesome stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, are you gonna? So you, have you got guests on? I listened to the one where you were just by yourself. I record it every Sunday when I go for my walk, so it's pretty rough. But when I move up to the Gold Coast, I'm gonna get a full studio. I'm gonna get guests on. It's gonna be pretty amazing. So that will be late November, December when I actually start putting up the high quality Real Talk podcast. So yeah, get keen for that, guys. And for now, it's just going to be me and the phone dropping some value. Um, so it's not not too exciting, but still extremely valuable. So yeah. Well, I, I might have to come up there and we'll we'll do a podcast there. So. Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. Like, what do you think about just like the podcast industry and like should people, you know. Uh, you know, young lads, should they get into podcasting? Oh, 100%. Like, it's extremely it's extremely good to kick your brand off. Like, you're interviewing me now, and then I can share that to my page, and you'll get more eyeballs on you. Not that it's about, like, how many views you get and stuff, but if you, if you – it's like unlocking new characters, you know what I mean? Like, you start with a guy that's done one thing, and then you move up the ladder until you get to, you know, someone who's done amazing things like Elon Musk and also expanding your personal brand and your skill set and video editing and podcasting and talking to people. It's, it's, a, it's a great opportunity for young blokes to get into. And it's a mutual benefit, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm talking to you now and you're talking to me and it's going to provide content for you. It's going to provide content for me and expand both our personal brands. So it's just a, it's a great industry, I think. Um, so is there anything else you want to talk about, about the 3% club or, you know, just to sort of promote your brand? Of course, just follow me if you want to see the real talk, guys, because I post every night 
hashtag real talk. So, um, and it's always a different topic each night. I talk about all the three metrics, health, wealth, relationships. So starting an online business, getting out of your nine to five, uh, getting jacked, all those things that I think young blokes should actually be pursuing if they're in a rough spot. And um, 3% Club, feel free to check it out, guys. Uh, it's a great community. I post a lot about it on my story on Instagram if you guys want to suss it out and see what's actually going on. We have like weekly meetings. We have um, the Winner's Circle chat, which is a live stream. And lads come on. They ask their questions. Will and my, uh, my myself and my business partner answer those for you boys. And it's just a great vibe all around. I um, mean, you can learn business as well and start your own. So it's a it's a great opportunity for young lads. So it's uh, nineteen uh nineteen dollars. Did you say twenty nine dollars? It's nineteen ninety five at the moment per month to sign up. All right, so guys, um, you know, uh, get it honestly. Like it's a it's an awesome club. I'll probably cop it as well, mate. Uh, also, shout out to his Instagram, TikTok, all his pages. I'll put in uh, in the description. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time.